We are in Yevamos Memdalid Omer Aleph, 44A5 in the Archgol Gemara. We are on the very bottom of the page, the very last line. And just a brief introduction uh, to the coming topic. We started the discussion yesterday, but we're going to continue it today. Uh, we discussed two different opinions, two very interesting opinions, uh, with regards to which situation creates a mamzer, creates a child who is a mamzer. A mamzer is somebody who is not allowed to marry most people from the Jewish, uh, from the Jewish people. Um, they're allowed to marry another mamzer, but they can't marry almost anybody else. Um, so there was a dispute. We had a machlokas, a dispute between Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim. Rabbi Akiva said that any violation of an ordinary negative commandment, um, so that would include Machzir uh, Grushaso, uh, remarrying your ex-wife after she married somebody else in between. Um, other cases, marrying your chalutza, the one that you did chalutza with, and then to marry her afterwards. Other cases of, of an ordinary, ordinary negative commandment, the child will be a mamzer. The chacham argued and said, no, only when it comes to cases of karis, when it's a more severe prohibition of karis, of an early death by Hashem. Uh, so that would include adultery and incest. And then, there is actually a third opinion, which we'll, we will see later on in the Gemara, but we didn't see it yet, which is the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua, who says that, no, it's even it's even more limited. It's limited to cases that if it was kares alone, that would not uh, create a mamzer. It would have to be specifically a relationship which is punishable by the Beisden. It's punishable by death, by the Beisden, by the court, and only in those cases, that's even more severe of a punishment. It's a, it's a, it's a, cap, it's a capital crime, and uh, it, it's the death penalty. And so uh, that is an even more severe punishment, and that's what could create a mamzer, but not with regards to the cases of kares. So that's even more limiting than the opinion of the chachamim. That is all with regards to the discussion about what creates a mamzer. Our Gemara is now going to sort of shift gears and discuss a different related issue, but a different issue, uh, which is about what creates, not a mamzer, but really what creates somebody to be pasal l'kuhuna. There are certain uh, forbidden relationships which create a psul l'kuhuna, meaning they, they, are, they are not a mamzer, certainly not a mamzer, uh, but they are not allowed to join the, the priesthood, to join with the tribe of the kohanim. Uh, what does that mean practically? Either that means, uh, let's say, if it's uh, a girl, she cannot marry a Kohen. She would not be allowed to marry a Kohen. Uh, also, let's say it was, uh, let's say the person was born as a Kohen. Let's say the father was a Kohen. Uh, so then, if this child is the child based on a, re- on a certain type of relationship, where the child is not a mamzer, but uh, perhaps is pasulakuna, cannot be part of the, the tribe of the Kohanim. Uh, that person, let's say, would not be allowed to eat truma. There is special designated food that the Jewish people have to give to the Kohen to support the Kohanim. And so such a person would not be allowed to eat from that uh, food. And so the Gemara will discuss uh, some cases about what makes somebody pasal l'kuhuna. What we do know is that, let's say, your classic case of somebody who becomes pasal l'kuhuna, who becomes uh, invalid to join the tribe of the Kohanim, uh, would be... An almana who marries a Kohen Gadol. So there's a principle that a Kohen Gadol, the high priest, is not allowed to marry somebody who is a widow. So let's say they got married, 
and they have a child. So then that child is A, not allowed to have truma, and B, uh, is not allowed to marry a Kohen. Let's say it's a daughter, not allowed to marry a Kohen. And that would be true with an Almana to a Kohen Gadol. Also, somebody who is divorced. A regular Kohen is not allowed to marry somebody who is divorced. If they were to get married and have a child, so then that child also would be Pasal Kuhuna. Uh, they would be Pasal from being a Kohen. Now, according to Rabbi Kiva, these are all ordinary negative commandments that we've been discussing. And so it's clear, according to Rabbi Kiva, they happen to be Mamzerim. They're also Mamzerim. Besides for being Pasal Kuhuna, they're, they're Mamzerim. Um, but we're going to now discuss uh, other examples uh, where, let's say, according to the Chachamim, according to the opinion that says that an ordinary negative commandment does not create a mamzer, would an ordinary negative commandment besides for the two that we just discussed, we just discussed two cases where it's actually connected, these are, these are commandments and prohibitions for the Kohanim. An ordinary Kohen cannot marry somebody who's divorced. A Kohen Gadol, a high priest, cannot marry a widow. So those are all... Uh, within the context of Kohanim and the fact that certain restrictions for Kohanim. But what about the Gemara now is going to discuss what about ordinary negative commandments uh, that are not directly connected to Kohanim? Would that also invalidate uh, the children from joining uh, the tribe of the Kohanim? So let's say if the daughter can't marry a Kohen or uh, let's say if the father's a Kohen that they can't, uh, they can't eat truma. The children can't eat truma. So that's what our Gemara is going to discuss right now. Amr Rav Yosef, Amr Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe. Rav Yosef says in the name of Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe, Hakol Modim B'Machzer Grushasu. He says everybody agrees. Everybody agrees that by Machzer Grushasu. So what's Machzer Grushasu? That's what we had in the Mishnah in yesterday's recording. Machzer Grushasu is the case where a husband remarries his ex-wife after she married somebody else. So that is an ordinary negative commandment. It doesn't have a severe punishment, but that's also not connected to uh, a restriction that's, that's specifically with regards to Kohanim. That's for all, for all Jews. Uh, this uh, this uh, prohibition applies. Um, but he says that everybody agrees, meaning even those who are of the opinion that it doesn't create a mamzer, as we'll see, shehavlad pagam lakuna, but the child still is pagam lakuna, the child still cannot uh, marry a Kohen. So the Gemara says, modem, who is the hakol modem that all agree? It's Shimon, the Gemara says at first, Shimon Atimni. You must be referring to Shimon Atimni. Shimon Atimni, who is the position of the Chachamim. That even though it doesn't create a Mamzer, because it's not a severe negative commandment, but still, it will be Kapagom and will be invalidate the child from joining uh, the Kohanim. How do we know this? What's the source? The Gemara says that we learned this out from the case of the Almana, that the high priest, the Kohen Gadol, is not allowed to marry a widow. If they get married, so then the child is not allowed to join with the Kohanim. So if that applies in that case, where it's a limited restriction, it only applies to the Kohanim. This, that law does not apply to everybody else. It only applies to the Kohanim. So then certainly in, in a negative commandment, which applies across the board to everybody, such as remarrying your ex-wife after she married somebody else, uh, or any other ordinary negative commandments. The commentators say it applies really to all ordinary negative commandments. Uh, so then certainly, which applies across the board, it applies to all Jews. So then certainly in that case, the child will also be a uh, pagum. It would also be not allowed to join 
with with the rest of the Kohanim. Um, and so if it applies to Almana the Kohen Gadol, if it applies to the Kohen Gadol and the widow, uh, where it's limited, it only applies to the Kohen Gadol, so then certainly it should apply by all ordinary negative commandments which apply across the board. That is the logic of the Gemara. Uh, to say that statement. We'll see that the Gemara now has three questions, three different questions on this position. This position that we should learn from Almana, the, the prohibition of an Almana, of a widow marrying a Kohen Gadol, the high priest, that the child is, um, is even though the child's not a mom's heir, but the child is uh, not allowed to be part of the uh, the, the, the Kohen tribe. Uh, so, so too, when it comes to any ordinary native command, which applies across the board, it applies to all Jews, the child should not be able to join with the Kohanim. So the Gemara has three questions on that. On this, question number one: The first question says that what's the comparison when it comes to Amana to a Kohen Gadol? When it comes to an Amana widow marrying a Kohen Gadol, the, she herself uh, becomes puzzle to marry a Kohen. She is now no longer allowed to marry a Kohen. Because something happens to her also as a, as a punishment to her. She's not allowed to marry a Kohen. So then it makes sense. Since there's an impact on her, it also impacts her children. But when it comes to Machzor Grushaso, or when it comes to any ordinary negative commandment, which has nothing to do with Kohanim, we don't say that uh, the wife is not allowed to uh, marry a Kohen. Uh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't say that, that that's the result of an ordinary negative commandment. Um, and certainly by Machzor Grushaso, certainly when it comes to the prohibition of remarrying uh, the ex-wife after she marries somebody else, she's already she's already uh, divorced. So she's already not allowed to marry a Kohen. So that whole concept doesn't apply to her. Um, so there's a big difference between the case of the widow and the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, where it impacts her. She's now no, invalid. She's no longer allowed to join uh, with the Kohanim. So then her child's also not allowed to join. But when it comes to other ordinary negative commandments, who says that that's true? Maybe the child could join with Kohanim because just like the mother could, so the child should be able to. That's question number one. Question number two, va'od. Now, this is really something which is specific to Machzor so to the prohibition of uh, remarrying your ex-wife after she married somebody else. Uh, In the verse, it says that she is rejected. It says she is rejected um, and that she's not allowed to, uh, she's not allowed to stay married. But the implication is she only, it only applies to her. But the children are not rejected. Uh, there are those who want to say that to, to, to learn from the verse that she she's not allowed to marry uh, the, her her ex husband because she married somebody else in between. But her children are not rejected. Her children could join uh, with the Kohanim. That's question number two. And finally, question number three is oh furthermore Tanya we are we have we're taught in a brisa. The following, the three cases that we had in yesterday's recording, which is uh, the three cases of our Mishnah, remarrying your ex-wife after she married somebody else, or marrying your chalutza, which is a also an, an ordinary negative commandment, or or marrying the chalutza's relatives, that was discussed in the last recording. So we had a dispute. Rabbi Kiva, Omer, Rabbi Kiva says, Ein lo First of all, Rukiva says that since it's an ordinary negative commandment, it's not recognized from halacha as a marriage. They're not halachically married because it was a prohibition. And according to Rukiva, an ordinary negative commandment does not create a marriage. Therefore, you don't need a divorce document. You don't need a get. 
she is therefore pisula. She is disqualified uh, from marriage. She's ineligible for marrying a kohen uh, because halakhically she's viewed as a zona because this is a prohibitive relationship. She's viewed as a zona. Uh, literally means a prostitute, but it means other examples of where there's a prohibition to have relations. And so therefore she's not allowed to marry a kohen. And the children are also disqualified. The children are also disqualified um, from marrying because they are a mamzer, just from marrying anybody. They're a mamzer. The kofen also lohose, and we make them leave. They make them separate. They don't need a divorce document, but we make them leave. That is all the position of Rabbi Kiva because he holds that for an ordinary negative commandment, uh, we uh, we say that it's not viewed as a valid marriage and the child is also a mamzer. The Chachamim argue. This is all part of the Brisa. Chacham Omrim. The Chachamim is the second opinion, the same opinion that we saw in our Mishnah. Yesh lo No, it is a rec, even though it's not allowed. But when it comes to an ordinary negative commandment, even though it's not allowed, it is still recognized as a marriage. It's viewed as a marriage. Therefore, Tricha Menaget, you need a divorce document to get divorced. But the Chacham will say, Vihik Shira, she is kosher. She's allowed to marry a Kohen. After this, Uvla the Kosher. And it says that the child is also Kosher. Leman. So the, the Gemara assumes, aren't we assuming that uh, the child is also kosher? It doesn't mean that the child is kosher also to marry a Kohen. So this is question number three. It seems from the Brisa that according to the Chachamim, again, we're only within the Chachamim, not within Rabbi Kiva, but according to the Chachamim, it's an ordinary negative commandment. The child is kosher. The child is allowed and seemingly is allowed to join with uh, the Kohanim. So these are three questions that we have on the position that we just mentioned. The position says that even though according to the Chachamim, the child's not a mom's there, but the child is invalid to, mar- to join with the Kohanim. The Gemara said, first of all, what are you talking about? Uh, maybe this only applies in a case of a widow to a Kohen Gadol, because the widow herself, she becomes invalid to marry a Kohen, so her child also from that relationship cannot marry a Kohen. That's question number one. Question number two is that the verse says that, at least with regards to Master Grushaso, with regards to remarrying your ex-wife after she married somebody else, that she is uh, not allowed to stay in this marriage, and she is rejected, but the children are. The children are allowed to marry, uh, seemingly are allowed to marry Kohanim. And then the last question was from this Brisa. The Brisa implies that according to the Chachamim, the children are kosher. Doesn't, mean that, doesn't it mean that they're kosher to marry a Kohen, against the opinion that we just mentioned? So the Gemara is going to answer this and say as follows. The Gemara is going to say, no, no. The, answer, the Gemara is going to answer question number three first. And it's going to say, no, lekahal. It means that when we say that the child is kosher, it doesn't mean it's kosher to marry a Kohen. It means that the child is allowed to marry any Jew. Maybe not a Kohen, but any other Jew. Meaning the child is not a mamzer. That's the point. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, wait, wait a minute. The previous line said that she, the wife, Again, the case here, let's say, is Master Grushaso. The ex-wife remarried her ex-husband after she married somebody else. That's an ordinary negative commandment. The Brisa said that according to the Chachamim, this is an ordinary negative commandment, she is kosher and her, and her children are kosher. So her children are kosher, now we're saying, means that they're allowed to marry any Jew. When we say she's kosher, what does that mean? It must be referring to the fact that telling us she's kosher, you might have thought that maybe she's disqualified from what? If anything, she's disqualified from marrying a Kohen. She's certainly not a mamzer. She's the one who's having marital relations. She doesn't become a mamzer. At, you know, at worst, she becomes a, 
uh, a zona. She becomes a zona, somebody who is viewed as a prostitute because she's having illicit relations. Uh, and that would disqualify her from marrying a Kohen. But she still would be allowed, only Kohen is not allowed to marry somebody who had that type of a history. But uh, anybody else amongst the congregation, amongst the Jewish people, they are allowed to. So when it says kosher, when it comes to uh, the wife, when it comes to the mother, that's saying, saying kosher, kosher to marry a Kohen. So if that's what the language is used for, for kosher, kosher means to marry a Kohen with regards to the mother, so then it would impl- it would seem to be that when it comes to the child, the child should also be kosher to, for what? To marry a Kohen. So don't tell me that kosher means to marry any other Jew, because that wouldn't fit with the, the language that he uses for the mother. It says the mother is kosher to marry a Kohen. Seemingly, the child should be kosher to marry a Kohen. So this should prove to us that the child of this type of relationship, of an ordinary negative commandment, should be able to marry a Kohen. The Gemara says, no, midi, iri, hakadis, abahakadis. And no, the truth is, when we say kosher, it means, the Gemara says, it means that the wife is allowed to marry a Kohen because she's not a zona. She's not viewed as halakhically as a zona because it's only an ordinary negative commandment. But the child, when it says kosher, means they're allowed to, they're not allowed to, perhaps they're not allowed to marry a Kohen. But they're kosher to marry anybody else. They can marry any other Jew. And then where it says, and I can prove to you that it means two different things. Resha. I can prove it to you from Rabbi Kiva, from the first half of the Brisa, from the opinion of Rabbi Kiva, because it says, Hipsula Uvladapasal. It says, She, the wife is disqualified and the child is disqualified. What is she disqualified from? The, the wife. Hipsula Laman. Ilim Lakal Mishun Dizanya Absalay Lakal Elavlakuna. The Gemara says as follows, that um, according to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva was the first part of the Brisa, Rabbi Akiva said that she is puzzle, she is disqualified, and the child is disqualified. What is she disqualified from? She doesn't become a mamzer. She's the wife. She's the one who had this uh, prohibitive relationship. She's the ex-wife who married uh, her ex-husband after marrying somebody else. Um, so in that case, she's not disqualified from marrying any other Jew. She doesn't become a mamzer. The child becomes a mamzer. So what is she disqualified from? She's disqualified from marrying a Kohen because she's a Zona. Because of her history of having this illicit relationship, she becomes a Zona, according to Rabbi Kiva. But the child, the child is a mamzer. That's the Rabbi Kiva's position. For an ordinary negative commandment, the child is a mamzer, can't marry anybody. So according to Rabbi Kiva, when it says puzzle and puzzle for the mother and for the child, it clearly means two separate things. When it comes to the mother, the mother is disqualified uh, from marrying a Kohen. She can marry anybody else, but she can't marry a Kohen. The child, when it says disqualified, it can't marry anybody because the child is a mamzer. So then so too, when it comes to the Chachamim, when it says kosher, it's the flip side. But when it says kosher, it's the flip side. That uh, when it says kosher, it means that for the mother, the mother is kosher to marry a Kohen. And when it comes to the child to say kosher, it means that the child is kosher to marry any other Jew. There are a lot of married Jews. They're not a mamzer, but maybe they're still disqualified from joining with the, with the Kohanim. And so that's that's how the Gemara answers the last question. By saying that, no, really when the child says kosher, it means not kosher to marry a Kohen, uh, but kosher to marry anybody else. But really they're disqualified from marrying a Kohen. We still have the two other questions. So the Gemara will discuss those two other questions in the next recording. We'll see it in the next recording. Uh, but for now, it seems to be that the Gemara is trying to prove that for an ordinary negative commandment, even though the child's not a mamzer, according to the Chachamim, but the child would still be disqualified from joining with the Kohanim.